Great day, great day, happy people, and welcome to another edition of the Mind Your Business podcast call. This is where you can come and get your daily dose of mindset marketing and of course, money. My name is Tracy Walker. I am your host. We do this call Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And be sure that if you are not able to join us live, that you head over to your very favorite live streaming platform and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. All you have to do is head over to Spotify or iTunes or iHeartRadio or Pandora or Amazon Music or any of the other major platforms that are out there. Do a search for Mind Your Business and hit that subscribe button. That would definitely help me out, and I want to help you out as we start moving forward. We've got the Mind Your Business podcast VIP community. I'd love for you to join that. It is a private community. And you can do that by texting the word podcast to 770-818-4333. Again, just text the word podcast to 770-818-4333. Let's talk about patterns. I want to talk about patterns. And this is about marketing today. We had a nice talk yesterday in reference to mindset. But I want to talk a little bit more about marketing here on today. Marketing is about understanding how to communicate or the idea of communicating a message to a market. That is what marketing is. Marketing is communicating a very specific message to a very specific audience uh, in such a way that that audience sees your products, your service, whatever it is that you are offering as a viable solution to the problem that they may have or are facing, and they're ready to buy. So enough marketing, enough messaging to the right market, enough right messaging to the right market will get you more sales, okay? Do you want to know how to make sales? You got to have a right message to the right market. That's what you got to do, okay? That's the secret sauce. Now let's talk about the patterns. Let's talk about the way that things have evolved over the years. I mean, when I first got on the Internet and started understanding how to market a business online, it was 2008. 2008. 2008, Facebook was barely, uh, barely alive, right? Uh, Instagram didn't exist. Um, you know, YouTube, it was MySpace really, right? MySpace was popping, and um, people were connecting and using social aspects of, of, um, of, of meeting different people, of networking, of sharing products and services. We had something called My Story Marketing at that time, My Story Marketing, which still exists to this day, but now most people are just like, oh, got to tell your story, tell your story. But back then, uh, it was literally My Story Marketing. And what you would do is on MySpace, you would tell a little bit about who you were in your bio, in your profile, versus let's just say, oh, I'm a musician and I've got um, and I've got some tunes up on wherever you had to tune that at that time. I don't know, right? I'm not a musician. I don't know where they put them. However, the point is you didn't just talk about, hey, my name is Tracy and I sell these things, right? It was literally, hey, my name is Tracy. I'm originally from Chicago. Um, I am an only child, born and raised. I went to high school, um, graduated A's and B's, then matriculated on to college, went to Florida A&M University, got a master's degree, right? And you kind of start talking about yourself and what you're looking to do in your journey, who you're looking to help. And then you invite people to connect with you. So that was 
something that was a big deal. Now, if we look at the pattern at how the story or one's story has become so significant in the buying process, you would understand that you must communicate your story um, in many different ways to different people, but the different people within your target market. Right, So I find that the pattern of my story marketing is that it has always been a constant in the marketing uh, process. It's always been a constant. You cannot get around people telling you their story. Why? Because people buy from emotion. They justify that purchase with logic, and the emotion really comes from a connection. The emotion comes or the, yeah, the emotion comes from a connection that they have with you or where they feel like they can see some of themselves in you. When you have a story and someone else says, oh, yeah, I understand that. I've been there. They're more connected. Now, they don't have to say that to you, but they could be listening to you and they could be thinking that in their mind. If you say something like, yes, I went to school in the South and I actually had an amazing, amazing time at, at, at HBCU. I wouldn't change it for the world. It was one of the most um, you know, revolutionary periods of my life where I stepped into knowing who I was and being on my own and uh, experiencing the, uh, you know, the sororities and the fraternities on the yard and just the parties and the fun and seeing such amazing, amazing um, People at the HBCU doing, you know, getting great jobs. And right, if, you, if you could explain that, right, living in the dorms, anybody who went to college that may have gone to an HBCU would be reflecting in their mind on how they, they felt similar. And if they can reflect in their mind on how they felt similar, they're connecting with you. And if they're connecting with you, they're, they're moving towards being a, a person that if you make the right offer to them, they're moving in the direction of being a potential buyer for you. Now, if you do not have anything in common with people, or they don't know that you have anything in common with them because you never tell your story in anything, you just try to sell stuff all the time, well, then they will not buy. That's just kind of how it is. They will not buy. They will not buy. Your story is important. So what is the pattern? The pattern is when you're, when you're marketing, you should be in the habit or have the pattern of telling your story one way or another. How can you quickly tell your story? Well, you could say something like, hey, um, you know, my name is Tracy Walker. Uh, I am a single mom of an amazing little boy uh, he's eight years old. I wasn't always a single mom. For the first year of his life, his dad and I were together, but things didn't work out. We went our separate ways, and I literally have started to understand at the point of him being one years old what it really takes to raise a child on my own, right? Going to the grocery store and having to pull the child out to just run in and grab one loaf of bread is a nightmare. Dealing with the crying and the whining and the sleeping and the not sleeping, and as you're trying to clean the house, they're in the carrier, they're all over everything, you can't even focus, right? You start to say things, and people who are single moms begin to what? Think in their head about similar situations. They say, oh, yes, I feel her. You tell your story. That doesn't have to be long. There's different people that teach how to tell your story and the framework in which you tell a story. But the bottom line is that the pattern of telling a story is here to stay. You must, you must tell your story. Okay? You want to make more sales? You must tell your story. Let's talk about another something that I think is a pattern that I see 
in, in the world of marketing and in the world of sales and getting more of your products and your service out there. There's also a pattern out there which I wouldn't say is the best pattern, but there is a pattern out there of people not really knowing who it is that they are there to serve. That's a pattern. People are out there just, just randomly trying to – it's like they're peddling. You know, I'm from Chicago, right? And there's an intersection in Chicago, 95th and Stony Island, okay? And at 95th and Stony, there, it's a huge intersection. You've got people coming off of the expressways. You've got people coming off of, um, you know, two other major uh, road, uh, two major streets uh, in the city, which would be like Jeffrey, Stony Island. Um, I'm sorry, not Jeffrey, 95th Street, Stony Island. And then um, they lead into, you know, a more expansive road, but it's a very, very busy intersection, okay? And there's always people that are standing on the corners or in the middle of that intersection selling things. They're selling um, unicorn balloons, <laughs> right? They're selling, yes, we can T-shirts from Barack Obama, okay? They're selling fruit, right, banana, orange, pear, apple, in a bag for a dollar. In fact, I used to love getting that fruit. My mother would get that fruit, and that fruit would be so good. I will tell you that, okay, that fruit would be good. Now, I don't know what's going on now. I don't know if I would buy the fruit, but we were in high school and things like that in the mornings. The guys would come out there. They would have the fruit ready for people that were going to work and going to school. We would always grab a bag of fruit, right, and I would take that with me to school, and I loved it. Um, I don't know how safe it is these days, but that was something we used to do. But they, they would sell hula hoops out there. They're selling light-up bracelets, okay? They're selling all types of headbands and jump ropes and, you know, flowers, right? They're selling a plethora of things because they are peddling. It's like whatever you – hey, we don't know who's out here, so we're going to have a, a number of things. We're going to have water. We're going to have fruit. We're going to have dinners. We're going to have $10 catfish dinners, okay? We're going to have balloons. We're going to have headbands, hula hoops, jump ropes. We're going to have uh, laundry baskets. We're going to have towels and face cloth, <laughs> right? We're going to have toilet tissue. We're going to have all this stuff out here in the middle of the intersection because we don't know who we're talking to, and just in case we come across somebody who wants some toilet tissue, you out here in the middle of the street, we want to have it ready for them. Now, is there anything wrong with selling toilet tissue? Obviously, no. All of us like buying toilet tissue. That's not the issue. The issue is the people in the middle of the street don't know who they're talking to, so they have all these different items, these various items, and they're just willing to sell anything to anyone at any time. That's peddling. There's no rhyme or reason. It's just peddling. It's like I'm going to make some money some kind of way, and I'm willing to stand out here in the middle of the road, uh, in the middle of this very, very busy inner city intersection. I'm not talking about like a, a rural country road where it's like one stop sign. No, I'm talking about this is the city of Chicago. I'm talking about this is the south side of Chicago. I'm talking about it's a lot of cars. There's a lot of activity. There's a lot of accidents happening. There's a lot of all type of things happening on this intersection because it's so huge and busy. What I'm saying is that to, to virtually stand out in the middle of these Internet streets and sell anything to anybody who's walking past because you have this three-foot rule situation going on, I'm telling you that is a bad pattern because it contradicts marketing. You're peddling. 
Peddling and marketing are two different things. Marketing is having a very specific message to a very specific audience. Listen, if I want to sell hula hoops, I would probably find a group of little girls, a birthday party, um, right, a, a carnival, uh, an event, some type of gymnastics, right? I would probably try to align with those types of institutions and sell hula hoops or sell jump ropes, right? If I was selling basketballs, I mean, there could be boys and girls there, but generally I might go to uh, a basketball league or go to where the kids are playing basketball uh, on a street on a street court somewhere, right? I would probably be where the people are that are using that particular product. I probably would not be in the middle of the street selling it at 6 o'clock in the people going to and from work when those aren't usually the people that are be playing basketball right then. But they're out there selling basketballs, okay, and Chicago bear pillows, right? Listen, that's peddling. If you're out in these Internet marketing streets and you're on Facebook and you're just like, hey, here's my thing, here's my juice, here's my tool, here's my service, here's my resource, here's my my um my spray here's my t-shirt here's my here's my here's my here's my here's my people are driving past your virtual location just looking because they're like oh that's nice yeah but i don't need that right now oh yeah that's that's cute but i don't need that right now so the pattern of just trying to sell everything to everybody is a bad pattern and I see it way too much. And unfortunately, that translates to people not really having success. And I feel it's unfortunate because many of the leaders in the direct sale industry would rather their people do that because they feel like they're doing something than to stop them from doing what's working and teach them to do what does work, what's professional, and what can drive more effective and efficient results. Many leaders would just rather their team be out there being active, just selling everything to everybody, than to take the time to train the team because everybody is so worried about right now, right now, right now. And don't get me wrong, all of us want money right now. All of us want the life right now. All of us want to pay off the debt right now. All of us want to be able to have the success or walk across the stage or receive your accolades, your recognition, or get your commissions, whatever it is that you want. You want it right now. I get it. That's not the issue. The issue is that sometimes you've got to slow down to speed up. Sometimes you've got to slow down to speed up. See, I had to slow my organization down so that I, because I know that we can speed up. So the organization is a little bit slower right now. Why? Because I am in a, I'm training them on how to market properly. I'm putting people in position to understand who they're talking to, what they're offering them, how to take people through a sales process. Yes, is it speedy, speedy, speedy right now? No. But I know that once they understand the value of the skill set that they are learning, it will be something that they can apply to their business every single day, every single month, every single year, year after year, year after year, because it just flat out works. It just flat out works. The model flat out works. 
It's been proven over and over and over in many different niches, in many different industries, in many different, for many different types of people and selling styles and people who are more reserved as well as people who are more extroverted, people who are super, super analytical versus people who are just very excited and happy and just, you know, thrilled to tell you about what it is that they have. It doesn't matter. The model works. Sometimes you have to slow down to speed up. See, there's an illusion, here's another pattern, there's an illusion that just running around frantic like a chicken with your head cut off, in other words, ignorance on fire, um, is, the, is the way to go. And I'm not saying that ignorance on fire isn't necessarily a good thing in some cases. Some people have ignorance on fire, and their ignorance because of their influence will drive other people to want to know more about what it is that they are doing. That is a very specific type of personality and character trait. Just because somebody else is ignorant on fire and they attract a bunch of people to them, it doesn't mean that when you go out there and you have ignorance on fire that people are going to be attracted to you. Let me ask you something. How many people have you been, how many people have you attracted based on your ignorance on fire? And then if it's you, if you have done that, then how many people on your team have been able to duplicate ignorance on fire and your team grow into the tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of customers? Chances are none. But you see that one person on the stage at the event, and you say, you know what, I'm going to do what that person's doing. And there's nothing wrong with that except you don't know all the back end and you don't know the details. You haven't assessed the process. So the pattern is that you don't want to be a peddler. And then the other pattern is that you, you don't want to have so much ignorance on fire that, that you never really teach your organization how to be marketers, how to sustain. See, the challenge in direct sales is sustainability. How do I sustain growth? How do I sustain momentum in sales? Well, it's like raising children who then raise their children who then raise their children. If your great-grandmother raised your grandmother uh, a certain type of way, let's say way type, let's say type A way, type A, and then your grandmother raised your mother also type A, and then your mother raised you type A, and then you raised your child type A, that would be duplication. Now, what is type A? Well, let's just say type A is you don't have any financial literacy. Let's say you don't know anything about money. Let's say type A, in this case, great-grandma taught grandma that you got to work hard for money. Okay, then grandma comes around and then she teaches your mother, you got to work hard for money. And then your mother teaches you, you got to work hard for money. And then you teach your child, you got to work hard for money. You've duplicated something that is not in the best interest of the person that's at the bottom of the chain, the newest person. Now, maybe when great-grandma was doing what great-grandma was doing, maybe she did have to work hard for money. Maybe she did. 
But then when great-grandma taught grandma that and things started to shift, grandma was actually in the phase where she started realizing, oh, wait a minute, we're moving out of the agricultural age and we're moving into the information age. So if grandma can't make a shift while she's involved in a shift in the world, then she will be then teaching mama outdated information. Was it right? It was right. But now things have changed, but mama didn't know how to shift. So mama is now teaching you old, outdated information because now we're not in the agricultural age where you're actually working in the field or you're actually working with your hands or you're actually working industrially. Now you're working on a computer using your brain. So now you don't have to work hard. You have to work smart. If mama never makes that shift, then mama teaches you that you got to work hard and now you're working hard when there's apps on the phone. You're working hard when there's Uber out there. You're working hard when there's drop shipping. You're working hard when there's, um, when there's affiliate programs. You're working hard when there's direct sales. You're working hard <coughs> excuse me, when there's all these different options that when your great-grandmama taught your grandmama, it didn't exist. So it made sense. But your mama didn't shift. So now you're caught. You're caught in a pattern that is not beneficial to you in the current state of the day. So now you teach your child the same exact thing, and as, as, as technology begins to continue to advance, you keep teaching these old, outdated strategies. And that's what I feel is happening in the direct sales. People, everything is advancing, and companies are excited and distributors are excited to say, oh, man, look at what we have. Now you don't have to drink it. You could just put it on your skin. Oh, now you don't have to do that. You could just look at it. Right? You don't even have to you don't have to put it on your skin. If you just look at it long enough, it's gonna help you lose weight, right? Oh my goodness, look what happens. You don't have to do the trade, you can just copy and paste the trade, just use the app, right? Technology is moving and moving and moving, but the pattern of the way that we teach people in direct sales, for some reason we are stuck to post World War Two, where where when network marketing first started, post World War Two, this those strategies were the strategies that worked. But the people that were successful then taught the next generation how to be successful, and as times began to change, fewer and fewer people have been successful. Why? Because as technology, as the world, as marketing, as people, as everything evolves, for some reason, the strategies in which we teach people to market and make money in direct sales, the pattern is to not change. Well, I'm here to challenge that, and I'm here to challenge you. Don't let old patterns of marketing and patterns of belief that are not as effective today, which may have been super effective yesterday, don't let the pattern of that disrupt your ability to thrive because you aren't willing to grow. See, mama didn't want to switch when she was caught in between what grandma taught her and now what she had to teach you because shifting was happening when mama was growing up. So mama, instead of growing, mama just taught you the same thing grandma taught her, and now she puts you at a disadvantage. 
Now, was mama right or wrong? I don't know. Maybe mama didn't know what to do. We're not here to judge mama. We're just here to say, listen, the bottom line is the bottom line. You learned the wrong information. And that's why you're struggling. So the question is, when are you going to break that pattern? When are you going to slow down and speed up? When are you going to say, okay, listen, I'm not going to run around like a crazy person just peddling like they do on 95th and Stony Island. What I'm going to do is I'm going to actually learn how to serve the people who need and want what I have. I'm going to actually learn to speak the language that they speak such that I get more of them buying from me willingly, excitedly, and guess what? They're happy about their purchases. Very few buyer's remorse, very few returns, refunds, all those types of things, complaints, customer service, very few of those things. There will always be those things, but fewer, but fewer. What if you actually learn the pattern in which makes people buy or encourages people to buy or influences people to buy? What if you actually learned that? Would you take two months to figure that out? Or do you want to keep running around like a chicken with your head cut off such that in three months now you're burned out, and then when it's time to learn it, now you don't feel like learning it? That's another bad pattern. People don't want to do the right thing at the beginning when they have the most energy. They want to run around aimlessly because it looks like it's fun. But when you realize that those people aren't really making as much money as they say that they are, they're just very good promoters, then you want to then be burned out and tired. And when it's time for you to actually learn the skill, now you want to quit. But what if you actually just learned the right way to do things when you got started? You would be ticked off if you went to your job and they taught you the wrong way to do stuff and you were wasting your time at your job, and then your job said, well, we're not going to pay you because this is wrong. You would be upset at the people that trained you, wouldn't you? You would be upset if you take your children to school and they're teaching your children things that are not going to be on the assessment test, and now your children are failing as because they were taught the wrong thing. You would be upset at the teachers, wouldn't you? You wouldn't stand for that. You would be up at that school talking about why are y'all teaching this old, outdated stuff? Why aren't you teaching our children what's actually happening and what's going to be on the test, right? So that's what I'm asking you. Why are you continuing to run around in your business doing the wrong stuff, getting Fs in your business, not making sales, not ringing the register every day, and then saying, I'm so excited I'm in this business, but you're not making any sales, and then you don't want to take the time to do it right. Well, here's the deal. How you do anything is how you do everything. If you don't like to be taught things wrong and you don't want your children to be taught things wrong and you don't want people that you love to be taught things wrong, then you shouldn't, uh, you shouldn't allow people to teach you things that are wrong either. You shouldn't want to waste your time. You should want to be in a pattern of abundance, of success, of marketing that actually brings you the desired result and not be in a pattern of just running around, rah-rah, go to an event, hollering and screaming, which is amazing. I love it. I am an event fanatic. I go to all events. This isn't a knock on event. This is a what when I come back from the event, I'm not just fueling off of a high. I actually now have energy to execute and implement a solid marketing strategy that is designed to help me and my organization win beyond the 90 days after the event when everybody's just running around on, with ignorance on fire because the fire will go out. 
So if you know the fire will soon go out, instead of trying to reignite the fire every 90 days, which is not a bad thing to do, why don't you just have a sustained candle where it's just boom, it's just there. It's just there. We're not going to have a, 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 a pyro show and boom, big fire jumps up, and then in 30 seconds there's no more fire. Boom, you felt the heat and got excited when, when the pyro went up at the front of the stage, but when the fire went down, you got chilly again. And you need those jolts. You need jolts like that to build a business. I'm telling you, that's how your income's going to be, jolted. What you want is consistency. So you want a fire and a flame that burns, that burns, not one that just woof and then goes away, woof and then goes away. You want one that is consistent. The pattern of consistency is going to work out better for you than the pattern of ignorance on fire. Slow down to speed up. Figure out how to talk to the people who best could utilize and who want and need what you sell and what you market. And if you can do that consistently and if you can show other people in your group how to do that consistently, then you will have sales growing consistently. And when new people come into your team, you can teach them that process and they will start off the right way. And in their first 90 days, it will be bliss compared to your first 90 days where you're running around just selling hula hoops to basketball players. Catch my drift? Good. Hope you picked up something that I dropped down here on today because I did drop some gems now. I must say that. Let me give you a little, a little pat. Oh, I dropped some gems today. I hope you picked something up. I want to thank you for tuning in to the Mind Your Business podcast. Guys, be sure to share this podcast with people that you know. Tell them all about it. If you get value from it, head over to social media and say, oh, my goodness, I learned this amazing thing, or I got a vibe, or I felt the energy about Mind Your Business podcast, and tell people about the Mind Your Business podcast. Uh, We definitely Um, welcome all new listeners, uh, and we enjoy sharing this information. In fact, I love, love, love it. So thank you for tuning in to the Mind Your Business podcast. This is where you can come and get your daily dose of mindset, marketing, and, of course, money. This has been your host, Tracy Walker. We do this call every single Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Be sure to subscribe to the Mind Your Business podcast over on Pandora, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Spotify, all of those amazing places. Also, you have the opportunity to be part of our special VIP podcast community by texting the word podcast to 770-818-4333. Again, text the word podcast to 770-818-4333. And before you get out of here, head over to www.winwithtracy.com. We've got the Single Mama Money Blueprint online summit coming up here on October the 30th. If you are a single mom, if you know a single mom and you are wealth-minded and you are looking to, one, be able to generate an extra $10,000 in the next 90 days, and two, be able to learn how to flip those profits in the market, and three, you are ready to live time and financially free, you want to make sure that you go ahead and register for the Single Mama Money Blueprint Online Summit. You can find the link right over at www. 
www.winwithtracy.com. I'm super duper excited. It is a free summit. By the way, share the information about the summit with your other single moms. We're going to have tons of experts that I will be interviewing who will be bringing you valuable information and dropping gems as it relates to wealth building, asset protection, building a business, uh, aligning with time with your family, your children while you're trying to build the business, how to budget properly, using your credit in the right way so that you can have uh, more things, better things, and pay less for it. We're going to be talking about how to put, uh, how to teach your kids about money and finance. Guys, it's going to be an absolutely amazing one full day of jam packed value. So make sure you get registered for the Single Mama Money Blueprint Online Summit. Head over to www.winwithtracy.com to get registered. And I look forward to seeing you on our very next Mind Your Business podcast call tomorrow, same time, same line. Love you. See you soon.